celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team of experts, which is getting so big now that we barely have room in the studios. Of course, Vlade, the world's famous Russian dog wizard, just getting his head through the door is, a, is a, an achievement. Ernie Rodina, the horse expert here, animal communicator Joy Turner, groomer Joey Villani, Dr. Debbie, and of course, Mika. Who's uh, very excited? And Stacy Cohen, who actually gets her own little booth. Stacy, you know it's hard to believe that they even ever let this happen. But Atlantic City used to have a diving horse that would jump off a platform about forty feet in the air and plunge into this big pool. It was a big attraction. Well, they were thinking about bringing it back. Can you imagine? I'll tell you what happened coming up on Animal Radio News. And, of course, today we continue our season of stars. Uh, today, Billy Dean joins us, the great musician. And he actually was discovered on Star Search, believe that or not. And Amazing. That's a, for you kids, that was like American <laughs> Idol back in, back back in, in the day, yeah, back long in the time day. ago. And uh, he's had a bunch of songs about his animals. Of course, Feed Jake was about his dog. Mm-hmm. If something should happen to him, make sure you take care of the dog, please. And he has a big birth, 50th birthday bash coming up, and he's inviting everybody, including you. He's not ashamed to admit it either. He's proud that proud he's Proud to be 50. Yeah. And he wants everyone to come, including your pets. I think just the fact that we're announcing that on the radio is going to be a fire hazard. He doesn't want another fire there. We'll find out more about that in just a few minutes. Dr. Debbie looking a little bit steamed today. What's up? <laughs> well, you know, and this is something that frustrates me greatly, and I want to share my frustration with pet lovers because there's a lot that we can do as pet parents to really avoid some problems. Okay. And uh, this is really a big wake-up call. Okay. I see this all the time where people will come in and have a scheduled euthanasia because their pet had a stroke. A stroke? You mean they can have strokes too, just like humans? You know what? Dogs and cats can have strokes, but it's usually not a stroke when these pets come in. It's usually something else. And in fact, strokes are very minor um, incidents in animals. There's usually something else, um, a neurologic disorder. There's a senior pet problem where they lose their balance, bleeding disorders, and very commonly, things like belly tumors that just start to bleed and cause weakness. So for me, I hate when I hear people say their dog had a stroke. It's probably not. We need to take those symptoms, interview. See your vet before you get to that last minute where you think there's no hope. We need to intervene. So i got to encourage people to see their vet. Well, what should we be looking for? Now, first of all, what is a stroke exactly? It's something to do with the head, right? Right. It, a stroke is basically where there's a blood disruption to the brain, whether that's something that's blocking it um, or if a blood vessel bursts. So that's truly what a stroke is. Um, however, I'd say that the symptoms that people confuse with a stroke, which can often be other problems, are when a dog is really suddenly weak. If they fall over to one side or circle in uh, little small circles, um, if they're unable to use parts of their body or even just vomiting, not eating, drinking, Drinking tons of water. These can be symptoms of other problems. Um, any of this needs to be addressed right away. Now, the one thing I will say is many people say, my dog had a stroke, got over it, and then he had a problem later on. Mm. So anytime we have a sudden improvement in signs from such a severe change, you need to see your veterinarian. Um, so don't wait. I got to intervene on the pet's behalf. I'm their advocate. I'm telling you, you got to listen to your instincts, people, and get your pet to the vet. Okay, so if your pet is uh, uh, circling or falling over or disoriented, vomiting, all of these things you should bring to the attention of your vet immediately. 
Yes, as much as the dog is growling, you have to bring the attention of the trainer to your pet as well. Dogs who are growling eventually will bite. It's the same issues. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Do you feel better, Doctor Debbie? Now that we got that out at the beginning of the show, you know I do. I, I feel much better, and, and hopefully, if we can help save some other pets that people are just you know not quite sure if it's something they need to look at, then uh, then hopefully we saved a life. Okay. What's up with your animals? Bring them around the radio first of all. If they're not there, they should be around the radio. We actually have another show going on that only they can hear. <laughs> It's a, it's an animal show of some sort. By the way, Stacy's going to be telling us about a dog TV show coming up. Actually, a dog TV channel just around the corner here at Animal Radio. We'll hit the phones next for Vladi the World Famous Russian Dog Wizard, our brand new horse expert Ernie Rodina, animal communicator Joey Turner, groomer Joey Volani, and of course, Dr. Debbie. This is Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Valani, animal communicator Joy Turner, our horse expert Ernie Rodina, and Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. It's like a novel now. <laughs> and of course, there's Stacy Cohn working hard in the newsroom. So what do you think one of the biggest fights that couples have when they're in front of the TV? Uh-oh. What could it be? <laughs> of course, everybody knows this. It's the remote. Who okay. gets to change the channels and what you watch? And it's always the guy that grabs the remote. Well, that's going to change now for sure because San Diego, California has launched Dog TV. It's a new 24-hour <laughs> oh, channel no. for dogs. <laughs> I'll tell you about it. You're going to be fighting over your dog for that remote. It's coming up on Animal Radio News. Oh, you know what? I'm going to stick around today just to hear that. Yeah. Coming up in just a few minutes, we have Billy Dean joining us. <laughs> Joey Villani. Yes, sir. And what are you working on today? I had a, a great email, and I figure I'm going to talk about it, and we're going to talk about stinky face dogs and how to treat it and how to get rid of it. And I think it's really good being at the Pekingese, just one Westminster, and they're one of those real stinky face dogs. So we're going to talk about that. Okay, we're going to go back to the phones, taking calls for Dr. Debbie, groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, our horse expert Ernie Rodina, or Vladi the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And we go to Rick. Hey, Rick, welcome to the show. I'm a first-time caller because I just found your show today on XM Radio. Wow. You know what? Every week we're hearing this. Now, we've been around for 11 years, so you're a little slow on the uptake, but I'll tell you, I'm welcoming you with open arms, and I understand you want to talk to our doctor, Dr. Debbie. Yes, I may. What's going on? I I have several cockapoos. When they hear a siren, they start howling. Now, (laughs) if I walk out of the room or whatever and look at them, they shut up. However, at 2 o'clock in the morning, they may be going for a couple minutes before I can get out to where they are. Mm-hmm. Is there any type of a device that I can purchase, <laughs> like a white noise machine or something, that will counteract what they're hearing? I've tried these sonic ones that when they start barking, it emits the sound, and that doesn't mm-hmm. work, uh, whatever it was. Okay. Now, or, are there having problems with noises in general, or is it just the sirens? It's just the sirens, or when my wife decides to go to work at 5 o'clock in the morning. 
Okay. All right. <laughs> this is the Vladi. You got to use AK-47. Just shoot it and the, the, be done with this nonsense. <laughs> I'm kidding, Kanat. But while the Dr. Dave is thinking about psychological reason for barking, um, here is my, for you, the great advice to you, if, you, if I may, doctor. Yeah, go ahead and uh, interrupt me there, Vlad. Just jump right in. But I, I have a special feeling, special excitement today because because our boss put your chair next to my chair. I mean, before I had that big groomer guy, I didn't feel any inspiration before. I'm glad he's in the kitchen right now. Okay, look, your, your dilemma is so simple. You have a attention-seeking behavior. I would not suggest using any electronic devices because in this situation you can create much more problem than solutions. But there is a many soft things you can do to resolve your issue. Number one, I would definitely suggest you to do a lot of exercising, physical and mental, especially training your dog, giving them some job to do instead of just, you know, try to correct the problem, you know, giving the aspirin for the headache instead of just, you know, eliminate the cause of the problem, which is lack of physical and mental stimulations. And regarding devices, to me, I work better in your presence, pet convincer, emitting the air. Say, ah, push the button, the air comes out, you know, the dog will stop, you walk away, and uh, when the dog is even a few seconds quiet, you say, good girl, good boy. And uh, that's work wonderfully in your present. If you want to get something in your absence, I can tell you too, but the doctor, you call. Well, and I would have to say that we need to really be focusing not on so much on how to make them not hear the sounds. It's really getting to the heart of the problem. And for dogs that are doing alert barking, for me, I think the big thing is I always kind of look at is there a leader of the pack? Is there one dog that's kind of starting the whole thing? And if so, we really focus on training and counter conditioning with that pet and trying to work on that. You can't fix this problem when it happens. You need to get ahead of it and need to work on training beforehand. So I like to actually use a lot of um, slow training when we have a low level stimulus. So we actually have a, like a recording of sirens and we want to practice calm, quiet behaviors and reward that in the presence of a low level of a siren or other noises that trigger this behavior. We reward that behavior and tolerating that and do that individually where I wouldn't want all the dogs together. You can't control that situation. Then when we build up that volume of that trigger, that sound, then we kind of work up to a level where hopefully we can have a, um, you know, the sirens going on nearby and not have the pets respond to that. But you really have to think this isn't something there's a quick fix. There's not going to be that, uh, that quick thing you can squirt, spray, um, stop it in that way way we really got to get to the heart of it and the motivation is that it's fun to bark and we're alerting the household and we need to make sure that they understand that they need to tolerate this sound and not respond in that way great advice doctor and uh, i believe this is going to work in conjunction with what i say because what the doctor goes to the addressing root cause and she said, this is basically a well-known method of desensitizing your dog. So you're using some CD, find on the Internet, and gradually increase the sound. That's a great idea. Just in conjunction, another root cause of that behavior is boring. boring. Your dog has no work to do. Your dog is jobless. Your dog is looking for trouble. Give the dog job to do. A lot of dogs in America just 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 looking for trouble because they have no work to do. That's just physical exercises, mental stimulations by doing obedience training one minute sit state like one mile to run and if you've done this thing what the doctor told you if you've done exercises and now you still the dog having who barking you are fully alibied to use the medication what doctor would use no matter what antibiotic to kill infection in this situation use device by name 
can't convince her. You need to be act very drastically, run into the room, scream, ah, psst, psst, stop it, and have to calmly walk away. You have to be able to act. Calmly walk away. If you doesn't hear anything as far as you're living and sound is on and the dog is quiet, just say, good girls, good boys, you know, passing by. But anything happen again, bad, boom, boom, you do it again. Do it a few times uh, this way and uh, that's going to work. <coughs> Yeah. Can I use that on you? <laughs> you know, I'm not in business to extend anyone's level of stupidity, never humans or the dogs. People who are calling us, we love them. But they need to be want to be helped. You know, if there is a two options, people, when you're listening to animal radio. Or you're going to take our devices in conjunction or keep complaining. Keep cl- keep complaining, it's much easier. Take actions, it's much harder. But there is no another choice. You have to do it. And whatever I say or Dr. Dabi says, that's from our experience. I do it for 30 years in five countries around the world, and I'm sure Dr. Dabi do it for many, many years as well. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Are you ready to solve those pesky litter box problems? Why don't you switch on over to World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter that uses whole kernel corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and eliminate those nasty pet odors. It's guaranteed or your money back, and you can find it at a store near you by visiting www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animal radio. And get this, how would you like a rebate on your first bag? Head on over to that that web address, and you'll get a rebate form to fill out and get a rebate so you can try this stuff free of charge. And that's worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animal radio. Hi, this is Betty White. All us animal lovers love animal radio. Please help every way you can to make life better for our animals, like the Morris Animal Foundation does. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Fido-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. You love cleaning the litter box? I didn't think so. Fortunately, with world's best cat litter, problem solved. It's the only litter that uses whole kernel corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and safely eliminate nasty pet odors. And because it's made of 100% natural ingredients, world's best cat litter is pet people and planet friendly. We offer a money back guarantee if you aren't completely satisfied. Find it at a store near you by visiting www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio, baby.
1-866-405-8405 to connect with the entire Dream Team. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joy Turner, Vladi the world-famous Russian dog wizard, and our brand-new horse expert Ernie Rodina. And in just a few minutes, Billy Dean will be joining us. And we go to... Line number two, Mary. Hi, Mary. Welcome to the show. Hey, how are you doing? Good. I understand you have a question for Ernie. Yes. I have a um, six-year-old mare. Uh, she's a quarter horse, uh, warm blood cross. And she has a condition that they call shivers. Um, I'm just wondering what you know about that and if you have any suggestions for treatment or long-term prognosis. Well, as far as shivers goes, and, and you, you got Pat, you, you've already got it diagnosed, Mary, as far as with shivers. And I'm familiar with, you know, you can get a, a electrolyte imbalances, and uh, I think you're doing the right thing working with your veterinarian. You know, I was going to ask you if it, a lot of times, uh, if they're with the imp- if quarter horse with the impressive bloodline, it could be an HYPP thing, but the fact that it's shivering and it's probably probably not at all you've done identified that not related to the temperature. Uh, it would either be something no. tied to maybe carbohydrates uh, and exercise. And uh, what what are they recommending you do for it? Um, they're recommending working her regularly to keep her fit. Okay, so- we haven't had a discussion about diet. She's not in the from the impressive line, so I don't think it's that. Someone else well, said to that, me that she should be on a low carb um, right. diet. I haven't tried that. Do you know how long like that takes to show change? No, as far as being a low carb diet, she'll she'll re- respond to it pretty quick. So I, you could find a low carb, something down below 20% carbohydrates might work. And the, again, it's the amount you feed also, but it's obviously tied to exercise, being in shape, keeping the weight, and tied to carbohydrates. So I would work close with your veterinarian and doing that and go to your local feed store and request a low carb concentrate diet. Do you have any idea about prognosis? Um, she seems pretty stable, and most of her um, shiver activity is um, more related to when she's standing or being groomed, um, having her back feet picked out. Um, she seems okay when she's ridden, but um, I've also done some reading and heard from other people that sometimes it gets progressively um, worse uh, as they age. I know a lot of horses that are performing with uh, a type of a, a tying up situation, which you're explaining to me that is, uh, and performing well, and that's due to exercise, the amount of feed, and then, like I said, keeping the diet balanced with a low starch. Okay. Th- right, thank you then. for calling. Uh-huh. What is uh, what is shivers? Is it exactly what it sounds like? It's like an erratic muscle movement. You know, we get them sometimes. You know, just you, you, maybe if you exercise, how we can get them and not used to exercising. You know, and it could you get the twitching of your uh, muscles, and that's what the shivers are. Is that common with horses? Did she hit the nail on the head as far as it's tied to a lot of times carbohydrates 
and exercise and being in shape. And uh, it used to be uh, they called it uh, Monday morning disease on horse on. Yeah, they worked horses real hard, and they, you know, they laid them off the next the next day, kept the feet up, and then they would cause shivers or tying up of the muscles. Hmm. I get that a little Monday morning disease. This sounds very shaky. <laughs> so, so do I. <laughs> Listen, coming up in just a few minutes, we have Billy Dean, and of course, I did, I had no idea who Billy Dean was. How could you not know Billy Dean? Apparently, a, a great singer. Country singer. Country singer, yes. Who's a big animal lover and is having a 50th birthday bash at his house in Nashville, and he's invited all of us. Yeah, so that's on the way. First, uh, let's head to the phones. I believe we're going to line four, where we have Cindy on the phones. Hi, welcome to the show, Cindy. Hi. I have Dr. Debbie right here. What's going on? I have a Maltese, and he's about 12 years old. And um, probably the last two or three months, he started coughing. It seems like it's worse in the morning and the evening. And I've noticed that... If I run the vaporizer, if I put him right in the vaporizer, he gets better. Or if I put him outside where it's cold, it seems like it's better. But um, I've taken him to my vet, and he's got him on a, a diuretic. I got the name of the medicine here. It's, okay. Uh, so did he diagnose your doggy with actual heart disease? or? You know what? He, you know, he does have an enlarged heart. Okay, an enlarged heart isn't always heart disease. Um, heart can look big on an x-ray for a lot of other reasons. But did they feel he was actually in what they would call congestive heart failure? No, he didn't say that, except for the last time I did say, you know, I was talking to him and he said, you know, this problem could be his heart. But, I mean, if that was the case, would a vaporizer would, like, you know, sitting outside where it's cold and it seems like it helps him breathe better, would that I mean, does that make any sense? Well, it can. And definitely, the heart and lungs kind of come together as a package. So we can't separate what influences one and what influences the other because they really do work together. But the big thing is we would need to know whether or not your baby has actual heart disease. Now, if he's on a diuretic, that makes me wonder if your vet believes that we do have some heart disease there. If the heart's not working well, then fluid builds up in the lungs, and hence we need a diuretic. However, if we're dealing with more with airway disease or bronchial disease, then we need to kind of scooch that way. So the big question is to to figure that out, um, some different things that can be done. Um, Your veterinarian may recommend something like an ultrasound. Um, They may um, do, actually, there's a type of a blood test that's an enzyme test that we can do that helps us to differentiate um, whether we have heart disease or lung disease. And it's basically a marker that comes off of uh, the heart muscle. And they measure that. And if that value is high, then that can indicate that the heart has significantly stretched and we really have some heart disease to deal with. So that might be a kind of a quick test that your veterinarian can offer to help figure that part. Mm -hmm. Would Would this count determine it now? Um, like in the last week, he's developed this, like, water pocket right underneath his chin, and it seems like it goes away, but then it comes back. Now, he told me, to he had increased the dosage of the diuretic. Now, I don't know mm-hmm. if that would pinpoint it more towards the heart. Does that tell you? And then he said he would start watching his paws to make sure they're not filling up with fluids and stuff like that. Yeah, and the neck, it's a weird area to have a fluid accumulation from the heart. But, yeah, we can see that in the legs, sometimes in the abdomen if a dog has a heart that's failing. I guess, you know, going back to your original question, you know, 
the environmental changes. You know, vaporizer, humidifier can be very helpful for a pet that has respiratory problems. Keeping the pet in good, healthy weight is another very important thing. When we have a fat dog, it compresses the lungs by on the diaphragm, and it really can make it harder for them to expand their lungs. So keep your baby in lean weight. And then definitely make sure we use things like harnesses instead of collars. Um, anything that puts a little bit of a gag reflex on that neck is going to induce that coughing. But the thing I think we really need to figure out is if we do feel we have heart disease, there are some other medications that I'd throw into the mix of things. Um, there's a whole he is, class. He is on, he is called, he's in called um, Vetamin, I think it's pronounced, F-E-T-M-E-D-I-N. He is on that. Okay, vetmedin. That's a pimobendin, uh, that type of drug. Is that, okay. is that for heart disease or is that just for... That is for heart disease, yeah. So that's kind of where it sounds like. Now, the important thing that I would say is we really want to watch at home, not just the coughing, but also the breathing rate. And for anybody who has a dog that has either a heart problem or a lung problem, one of the most important things you can do is to be observant at home, not just coughing, but other things. One is to watch the resting respiratory rate. And this is basically when your pet is sleeping, undisturbed, not awake, you actually count how many breaths a minute that he takes. And most dogs that are healthy breathe between 20 to 24 times a minute when they're sleeping, not awake. Now, dogs with significant heart disease or even lung disease, that's going to be higher into the 30s, the 40s, even higher than 50 and 60. So that would be one thing to be very vigilant with and to report back to your veterinarian. Can I can I ask you something and I and I haven't asked my vet yet. Do you I mean I do notice that he does breathe fast sometimes and if I walk him I don't push him but he wants sometimes he tries to run and he gets out of breath. I mean mm-hmm. is, do you think he's suffering? I mean I don't want him to suffer. You know, I don't want him to die but I don't want him to suffer either. You know? Yeah. I mean how do yeah. you know how do you know when, when they're really just suffering when they stop eating? Yeah, with with patients with heart disease, we definitely watch their overall activity. So that means, do we have the interest to want to get up and run and jump? If he doesn't, then that's a a strong indicator. Um, Appetite, definitely. Appetite slides down when we have heart disease. So when we're losing control of that heart, often we see the appetite drop. Um, And just interaction with the home environment. Now, if he wants to get up and move around, I don't want to necessarily stop that. I don't want him to do anything going around crazy laps in the yard, especially if you look at his gums. If his gums are a nice, healthy pink when he's exercising, that's great. That means he's getting oxygen. But if you notice his gums look bluish or purplish, you need to stop that activity. That is beyond his threshold. Um, but uh, I don't know that it sounds like you're at that point yet. So I, I keep fighting that fight here and, and uh, see if we can control that. They're just, they're just, I know you're probably animal lover, too. They just... There's so much part of the family. You just oh, love yeah. them so much, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, ask a couple questions and, you know, count that resting uh, respiratory rate. Okay. That may be helpful. And, and, and have these conversations with your vet because, you know, that's what right. we're here for. We're here to help right. you make those life and death decisions when a chronic disease, right. when we lose that battle. So, um, you know, we want to open up that dialogue. Can I ask you, is, do you think there's anything else I can do for him? You know, to to make him more comfortable. I mean, other than the vaporizer, I do put him outside when he starts coughing, because my doctor said it'll enlarge his heart. You know, so I'm trying to keep that the coughing down as much as possible. Is there anything else I can do? 
Well, it sounds like you're tapping into a lot of the kind of common sense things. Um, but again, okay. we talked about the uh, keeping the weight in check, about the leash right. harness right. thing. Um, right. But yeah. as far as other environmental things, there's really not many other things that I'd say that I'm really going to change the, the course of things here. Well, Dr. Debbie, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for your call today, one 405 That's toll-free to the whole Dream Team. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, our brand-new horse expert Ernie Rodina, and, of course, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Pets Day. It's a unique program for guests and their four-legged friends at the Flamingo, Bally's, and Harris Resorts in Las Vegas. Pets Day includes the food, the water dish, the sleeping mat, dog treats, and even that specialty room service menu. You can find out more at caesars.com slash petstay Las Vegas. And tonight in Las Vegas, David Keckner. The name may not sound familiar, but I know you've seen him if you watch The Office. Uh, he's a uh, Todd Packer on The Office, uh-huh, a really yeah. annoying sales guy. Uh-huh. If you watch Reno 911 or you've seen The 40-Year-Old Virgin. He's been in a lot of things in a lot of movies. Yeah, uh, he's been in Curb Your Enthusiasm. He's the, the tall, big, kind of bald guy. Goofy-looking guy, yeah. <laughs> he's a comedian, apparently. He's performing tonight at Nepal. Napoleon's Lounge inside Paris, Las Vegas, and tickets start at $39.99. Check it out and bring your pets, because Pets Day is rolling out the red carpet for traveling dogs. I'm a traveling dog. Maybe your dog can sit. Maybe he can roll over. Maybe he can even play dead. But when you tell him to stay, he's never done it like this. (laughs) Caesars Palace, Paris, and Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas proudly announce pet-friendly accommodations. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash Vegas or call 800-427-7247. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, it appears that pet owners who have chronic diseases have healthier hearts than people who live without an animal companion. This is a new study that they did. They monitored the hearts of nearly 200 Japanese people, and scientists found those who had a pet had a higher heart rate variability than those who didn't. What that means is their hearts respond better to the body's changing requirements, like they beat faster during stressful situations. The study's a step forward from what's already known about the connection between pet ownership and a person's heart health, although it's not clear how to explain the link. Most likely, it's because pets reduce stress. All in all, the pet is good for your health and your heart. McDonald's having some problems. Uh, they're looking to get bigger McPig pens. Yep, they want to put their pigs in bigger pens. Farmers say, hey, you know what? It's not a big deal. You could keep these pregnant sows in these gestation stalls. They're cages that keep these sows in close confines while they're pregnant. The Humane Society says this is not fair to these pigs. you got to put them in a bigger place. And McDonald says, you know what, you're right. We are going to put them in a bigger place. But then you've got the pork farmers that say, you know what, it's not any better to put them in these big pens because they start fighting with each other. They each want to lay down and somebody wants to their back scratch. But McDonald's is going with Humane Society and they're putting them in bigger pens. Good for them. Have you thought about your pet if you, God forbid, were not here to take care of it? Who's going to take care of it? 
In 2011, Americans spent a record $50.8 billion on pets. Let's face it, we love our pets, we spoil them to death. People think of their pets as kids. And Barry Stelzer, he's a Toronto-based estate planner and co-author of Fat Cats and Lucky Dogs, wrote a book, How to Leave Some of Your Estate to Your Pets. Here's what you need to do. Identify a caregiver, somebody who will take care of them. If you don't have someone close, then you go to a rescue site. Arrange funding. Um, the easy, free way is simply include the caregiver in your will. And then ease their transition. Do uh, some information about their eating habits or drinking habits, who their best friends are. Coming up with a plan for the easy of your pet is the final act of kindness. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at Animal Radio. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z. This is Animal Radio. It's Toll Free. I love this music. 1-866-405-84. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me put my teeth first. I'm not ready. Put in your teeth? Okay. <laughs> not teeth. I'm not, I'm not uh, over 80, 90. Tee. Oh, tee. Oh, okay. I was going to say, button your shirt, Vlad. That's all I got to say. Please. <laughs> the hair. No way. <laughs> Dr. Debbie, are you sick? Getting over something, yeah. It's been three weeks you, here. You're the doctor. You're not supposed to be sick. Uh, I know. We talked about in, this. Yeah. Well, you remember we talk about this. In Russia, we don't go to the eye doctor who is wearing glasses. <laughs> But you know what? I don't wear a leash and I don't bark. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Are you putting boy. leash on your husband <clears throat> when he's misbehaving? He's got the invisible leash. Oh, <laughs> my wife wants to put <laughs> my wife wants to put on me electronic color, like a shock color, and she said she even knows this, the place to put around. That's what she. Said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep that part of your life private. Too yes. much information. Too much information there. Hey, listen, you know, have you you've always heard about these dogs that can sniff out cancer? Uh-huh. I was lucky enough to run into a lady, a local lady, by the way, who had her cat, Mouser, I love that name, Mouser, actually sniff out her breast cancer and alert her to it just in time. I welcome her to the show. Charmaine, how are you doing? I am doing fine. How about yourself? Absolutely splendid. So tell us, what kind of cat is Mouser? Well, when uh, we became Mouser's slaves, uh, (laughs) (laughs) he was just, he was what my husband called a garden variety. He's a tabby. He was a rescue kitty uh, given to us by someone who didn't know what to do with this ugly, ugly little ball of scraggly fur. And uh, obviously, he had a mission in life. (laughs) Now, he started to, uh, would I say, annoy you, perhaps, at one point in your life? He would come up to you and sniff you and would annoy you? Well, 
it wasn't annoying. It, I think it annoyed my husband. The cat, you know, I, I have to be a little blunt here, but my cat developed an obsession for my left breast. Okay. And he just wouldn't leave it alone. Okay. He would pump into it. You know how cat, kitties need. Yeah, sure. And and he was obsessive about it. He wasn't just. You know, casual. It, it was only your left breast, so you yeah, used, only that my was left weird. Side. Okay. And and one spot. And then I would be working in the kitchen. He'd jump up on the counter, and he was you know the counter wasn't a strange thing because we had a big golden retriever and we had to put, feed the cat up on the counter anyway because the dog would eat it. And I'd be up there cooking, and he'd jump over to where I was cooking, and he'd just bump into my left breast to a point where finally one day my husband said. Your cat has a problem, and I think he's a perv. <laughs> you know, because <clears throat> who knew? I mean, I, I never had a cat do that before. I've, I, I'm an animal person, and I've never had a cat do that. You discovered at one point that you had breast cancer. Is that when you put the two together, or did he alert you to it? How, what was the timing, the chronological timing of events? Okay. Uh, we, I, I had my first, I had not my first mammogram, but I had my regular mammogram in the fall of 2002. By uh, late winter 2003, Mouser began this breast, this left breast obsession. Mm-hmm. I went to my regular doctor in um, May of 2003 for my regular checkup, and I said, you know, by the way, you know, my left breast, the cat keeps pumping into it, and it really hurts. She checked it out, looked at the results from a mammogram, and said, you know, it's fine. You're just getting old. Get over it. <laughs> you know. Anyway, so this continued and continued. And uh, finally, by January 2004, now, I was a month or two late for my mammogram because we were moving, and I was finishing a book I was trying to uh, get published. Mm-hmm. And, oh, the second week in January, the cat was again pumping into the left breast, and it hurt. Oh, I mean, it was really painful, and I rolled over it. It's kind of like when you bite into a toothache sometimes to oh, see yeah. how bad it is. I pushed in with my fingers deep, and oh my God, I felt a good and plenty. That's what it, you know, the, the, those little oh, the licorice candy. yeah. candies. That's what it felt like, and I went, oh, not good, and I uh, felt it again. And sure enough, I could feel this this growth in my breast. Went to the doctor, and of course, you know. Uh, after a biopsy and what have you, it was indeed uh, determined to be malignant. Mm. What was interesting, I, I was really glad that the cat had done this because if he had not continued sure. to you know, be so insistent about that, I probably would have lottie dod through life and then this thing would have burst out of seat. Uh, it was in situ, which meant it was still cocooned and uh, I would have wound up with a much more virile sort of breast cancer if we had not, if the cat had not continued to be, quote, a perv. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that uh, Mouser knew what was going on, or do you think this series of events just led to you discovering it? Well, I thought it might have had a lot to do with serendipity, and, you know, maybe he just, you know, liked my left side, because that's where my heart beats. Maybe he, that's sure. what he liked. But after I had a lumpectomy, he lost his interest on on my le- over my left breast. He no longer pumped into it. He no longer bumped into it. Mm-hmm. The cincture. The cincture was our dog, the golden retriever. The cat suddenly decided 
to have an obsession with pumping into the dog's belly, which would annoy the living bejesus out of the dog. Uh-oh. And four months later, we discovered my dog had stomach cancer. Oh. Wow. Oh. So, uh, you know, can we prove it? I don't know. But I can tell you one thing. My oncologist said, thank God your cat was persistent. Absolutely. Can I here, borrow here. Mouser? Yeah. Can, we, can you send him over to the studio? People who know this story, it's a little creepy when he starts hanging around them. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be honest. They're yeah. like... Am I okay? Well, I'll tell you what happened here at the studio. You said you wanted to bring him into the studio and actually come into the studio, and the, the immediate reaction here was no. We, no, don't do We that. don't want him in the studio <laughs> here. <laughs> now he's a spoiled cat. Of course, we don't care. He can, And I tell people when they come visit us, get over my cat. He can have and do anything he wants because... He saved my life. Obviously, he has a talent, and um, animals we know can sense things. Um, that's why we have dogs that are seizure alert dogs mm-hmm. um, or diabetic alert dogs. Exactly. Um, so he has a talent here, whether he's sensing a smell, an energy, some metabolic change, and you know this would be something you know he might help save other lives here. We might have to get him out working. <laughs> we might have to. Thank you so much for telling us your story, Charmaine. We appreciate it, and give Mouser a big old hug from us. Oh. You know, any reason I have to give Mouser a hug, I will. So, uh, you know, he's a little fat-headed because, you know, he was quite uh, honored that he would be featured on radio today. So, Charmaine, well, thank you, and we love your show. It's a great show. Thank you so much for listening. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Cats on Deck. Cats on Deck provides cat lifestyle enrichment while keeping your cat safe and contained in all types of weather. You can customize your own enclosure. Visit catsondeck.com and don't forget you can get a 10% discount by putting the promo code ANIMAL in the promo code box at catsondeck.com. Hi, this is catsondeck.com, sponsoring this cat tip of the week if you're about to have kittens. Kittens are born blind. Eyes begin to open within 5 to 10 days and fully in another 2 or 3. Weaning can begin when kittens have a sense of balance. Once fully weaned, kittens need to have their vaccinations. Your vet can advise you when it's time. Kittens should not be adopted out until they are at least 12 weeks old. They should be litter box trained, dewormed, partially or fully vaccinated, and of course, it is the owner's responsibility to ensure that the kittens are going to a good home where they will be loved and cared for. If you cannot find any adopters, contact local pet rescue groups who may be able to help find them a home. And since most rescue groups are overcrowded with pets, they will be most likely willing to help if you keep them while they search for a loving home. Kittens are much easier to adopt than adult cats. Visit CatsOnDeck.com where cat environmental enrichment and safety is a major component of all our cat enclosures. Imagine a unique cat containment system for your home, apartment, or condo that's incredibly strong, lightweight, and easy to assemble. Cats on Deck has the answer. With their exclusive InstaClamp, you can quickly change configuration or size by connecting screened panels to each other in minutes. Cats are vertical creatures. With Cats on Deck, you can add shelves, ramps, tunnels, and even a loft. Visit CatsOnDeck.com today. Home of modular, lightweight, and strong enclosures, providing superior lifestyle enrichment and a safe outdoor environment for your cat. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. 
So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer canine caviar, visit caninecaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. You're listening to Animal Radio. That only could mean it is time for Joey Volani's Tip of the Week. As I tip my hat and bow for the dog father. I got to tell you, I got an email from a Sue, and if I screw up your last name, I'm sorry. I think it's Flockovit, <laughs> and um, she has a um, Pekingese, which um, her dog's face stinks. So she has a stinky face dog, and I'm not talking about the women that Vladdy wakes up with on, you know, a drunken night. And oh. I'm, not talking, I'm talking about a dog. And, um, Shut up, you know, a canine, canine. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Okay. A lot of these dogs, because they got pushed in faces and they got folds and everything, and I've talked about this before, but I never went into detail, what you have to do, because a lot of times fungus will grow in those folds, so... Better than just wiping it out, you need a, a good solution. And what I find out is that if you use witch hazel, a lot of people want to go in there with alcohol, and I don't want to use anything that's going to be over dry. Witch hazel, which is a little bit less strong, okay, it's something that's not going to be drying. It's very good toner as well, and you can go in there with a cotton swab and wipe it out. But that's not all. You want to put something in there that can dry it as well. So. Sue, what you want to do to your dog is, is you can use baking soda, you can use cornstarch, but works really good, is, um, is a medicated powder, something like a gold bond. And I find that the baby gold bond works a little bit better because it's not so strong, it's not going to burn real bad, and you can go in there. And if it's a little bit irritated, it's also going to help heal it. It's like when, you know, Hal gets like that diaper rash and all, and you got a powder in. Oh, yeah. Well, it's the same thing. You go in there in the dog's face, and you put that in there, and it'll heal it. And you'll notice within, if you do that every single day, once a day, and you do that and keep it dry, you're going to have a nice, smelly-faced dog, and it works wonderful. And it's a great, great grooming method. It's something that we do to all the dogs that come into the salon. And before they leave, we clean it, powder it, and, you know, we can, um, you know, make sure everything that's that's there looks well. And that's the other thing is, by doing this, you know what, Hal? When you, when, when you open up those folds, you can see if there's any irritation, any rash. Because a lot of times what happens, and people don't even realize it, the dog gets so irritated and it's infected, you don't even know it because you never see it. So by doing this, you're, you're making a little bit more of an awareness. Okay, we're going to put all these tips over at the website at animalradio.com. And I love you mentioned the baking soda. That's what we use in Russia a lot for grooming purposes. Dogs and their owners. Just to let every lady who is listening right now, one of the Russian beauty tip, secret tip. You know, add the baking soda to your regular soap, and it's a natural scrub for the face. Oh, good. My so, wife does it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have grooming tips for people here now, too. 
But I got the trainer cutting right into my tip there, Hal. I don't know. We got to straighten things out here. You know, you got the Russian and the Italian. Uh, we got to straighten stuff out. <laughs> Some breath. Walked into a bar. <laughs> you know what? You, you just, uh, you know, accused me of uh, getting up with some woman's in my bed. So I need to pay you back something. You know, we in Russia never allow Italian get away with... Uh, Ever, will they think what you're accusing okay, us? Okay, boys. And, uh, okay, boys. Yeah. Okay, boys. <laughs> Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets. Welcome aboard. one 405 8405 It is toll-free to the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. That consists of Lottie, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, animal communicator Joy Turner, Dr. Debbie, and, of course, groomer Joey Volani. And for Joey, we have Sung on the phone. Hi, Sung. Hi, how are you? Good. What's going on? Uh, good. Is it Joy Nani? Hey, Sung, how are you? Hi, how are you, Mr. Dog? I'm good. How can we help you today? I wash my dog with, uh, like, a baby shampoo. No, that's the worst shampoo you can use on your dog. You don't want to use baby shampoo because baby shampoo has a high pH level. And you know uh-huh. what that's going to do? It's going to dry your dog's skin and coat out. So it's going to make your dog real itchy. If you needed to use people shampoo, I like Neutrogena because it's an, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a um, Negative pH. It's actually neutral. Ah, sorry, not negative. Okay. It's a neutral pH level, so it's okay. But you know, your best thing to do is is go down mm-hmm. to the pet store or, or or go to um you know a place where you can get some really good dog shampoo and use that. Try your groomer. They usually sell it. Uh, okay, I try. Hey, thanks for the call, okay. today, son. Yes. Appreciate. Bye it. now. Thank well, you very much. <laughs> Have a good day. You too. One eight six six four zero five. 8405 to connect with the Dream Team right now. That could be Vladi the Russian Dog Wizard, Animal Communicator Joy Turner, Groomer Joy Volani, or Dr. Debbie. Hey, you're sounding real muffled to me. Yeah, I'm sounding real muffled in my headphones. How's just muffled? You know, there's a lot of people that don't want to call in and be put on the air and ridiculed by Vlade on the air. And that's why we make it really simple. You can send your emails to us at yourvoice at animalradio.com or you can tweet us at Animal Radio. Of course, you have to keep it within 140 characters. <laughs> you know, Vlade tried to have a Twitter account, but he could never keep anything with 140 characters. It's, <laughs> he would always go over, so they had to close the account. But uh, he is answering your Facebook questions, and this one comes in from... Ina. Ina writes, I have recently acquired a 10-year-old Australian Terrier. He's a good dog, with the exception of pooping during the night in the living room. Would you have any solutions? How can I stop this behavior? Very simply. I had the same situation just recently. And all what I did, I basically suggested the owner to keep the dog for a while in the crate through the night and clean up whole area previously pooped. 
with a product by company or simple solution or petastic. After after a few weeks, when we broke, when we took care of initial com- initial situation, we advise I advise the person so that from this time the dog can sleep in her bedroom, but the door needs to be closed. Mm. So it would be you go from the little crate to the big crate, and after that, you know that magically stopped automatically. Why? Because the dog is creature of habits. As additional tip was feeding time. The, what I learned, the previous owner fed the dog around uh, 9 o'clock in the evening. So I said, ah-ah, ah-ah-ah, no feeding after 6 o'clock. So we shift the feeding time, and we gradually, you know, allow the dog sleep first in the crate and after in the bedroom, and we're done. After that, the dog was perfect. Pretty simple answer. Yeah. If you have a question, you can call us at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five, or email us at yourvoiceatanimalradio.com, or Facebook us at Animal Radio, or even tweet us at Animal Radio. And we just got an email, or excuse me, this is a tweet. Keep your tweets and emails separate, Hal. I'm sorry. This is a tweet for Ernie Rodiner, a brand new horse expert. Writes, my granddaughter wants a horse. How much will it cost? What are the costs associated with a horse? That is a pet peeve for me because the worst thing that can happen is to get your granddaughter or grandson a horse they have a bad experience with, and then you ruin them for life. Oh, no. Everybody gets tired. So what you want to do is I would get hooked up with a reputable trainer in the area and and let them find you one. And and a lot of times we went by the rule of thumb that you take the age of the child plus the horse should always always come close to being over 20. Okay. So if you've got a seven-year-old, needs to be seven-year-old granddaughter, the horse should be 13 or older. And you better be prepared uh, to pay, you know, to get a good one nowadays, uh, it's going to take around... I would say over three, you might three to five thousand to get a good one, but you want one that you're not going to have a bad experience with. And if you have to talk yourself into liking any part of that horse, mm. don't buy it. How old do horses live? Well, horses since they came out with diets now, Joy, that they can uh, they don't have to be able to eat hay. They're, they lose teeth. We we covered the teeth deal there a few weeks ago. Uh, the, the horses are living up to thirty years old. Where twenty years ago, an old horse was twenty. Now the time now this is great for people getting started in horses because you can get a retired show horse. You can get something that's seasoned. Uh, you know. Uh, something in the 15 to 20 years old, I would get you one about that age, Joy. It's something that would take care of you and, uh, you know, that you want, you want it bomb proof and you, you look and you look, you get a professional to help you find it until you get it. Then you're going to love it. Your kids are going to love it. Your grandkids and everything else. See, that's what I need, Hal, is I need one to take care of me. <laughs> we can do that. Well, you know what? And then you, you, got it, you got the cost of, uh, uh, you know, if you live somewhere where you can't have it you out have back, board you got to board right. it. I mean, it could become a pretty expensive venture, I imagine. About 400 probably uh, the coast is going to be somewhere around 500 to 600 a month. Ooh. Midwest, you could, you know, you're talking about 300 a month, 300 a month just for board and feed, not to mention the vet care and everything else. Okay. Hope that answers your question there. I love these questions that are coming in via tweet because they're right to the point, you know, 140 characters. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and send us your, it, Vladi really loves that. Send us your tweets or your email or 
over at Facebook. And in fact, if you like us over at Facebook this week, every single day this week, we're giving away a big prize package. It's a basket full of dog toys, cat toys, and stuff for the owners every day this week. I don't know how much it's worth, but I'm thinking it's got to be worth over $500. And all you got to do is like us. We'll pick one person that likes us every single day this week over at Facebook at Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team of experts, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions, groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joy Turner, our new horse expert Ernie Rodina, and Lottie, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, all here at your beck and call. The season of stars continues in this hour. Who is it? Billy Dean will be joining us. He had to cancel a couple weeks back. Some kind of something going on. But he's he's promised to be with us today. He and he, be. I he, believe him. He has an invitation for everybody to come out to his place and celebrate his 50th birthday bash. He's not ashamed to admit that he's 50. I think your microphone just... Uh, What's di- did it die? No. Hello? No, there's so much new equipment in the studio and so many people. We actually had to change the seating assignments in the studio. And we have Lade is now sitting next to Dr. Debbie. It used Sorry, to be, Debbie. Uh, you know... <laughs> I, I truly enjoyed it. I'm not sure about her. <laughs> used to separate the two with Joey Volani, but uh, Joey's now on the other side of the studio. Oh, I wanted to mention, by the way, coming up next week, Elaine Boozler, comedian Elaine Boozler, who apparently has her own shelter or what is organization, it? Non-profit, nonprofit organization. Yes, yeah, she raises money and tries to donate to some of the smaller shelters around the country that don't get the big funding. Hmm. Okay, so can't wait for that as the season of stars continues. Dr. Debbie, what kind of cases have you seen in the office this week? I understand that you have a bunny with bladder and kidney stones. Yeah, it was really cool with a two-year-old male bunny named Georgie. um, And he had a bladder stone diagnosed a couple months back um, because he was urinating blood and trying to go when nothing was happening. Um, And uh, the interesting thing is that he was being fed all the wrong foods and rabbits develop um, calcium-based stones very easily. um, So they can build up a lot of calcium in their urine. So uh, we corrected a lot of the problems in the diet and then finally got a chance to do that bladder surgery and remove the stone and a little fella's going home with a big rock removed out of him. Do you give the owner the rock to take home as sort of a like a memento? Yeah, you know, that's a great piece to put on the uh, old fireplace mantle conversation piece. And, you know, the, the important thing, is, especially for these people, is, you know, really talking about how do we prevent this in other bunnies? And, you know, they're big advocates. Diet is so important. We want grass haze, not really heavy pellet diets. Um, We want to use haze and stay away from the alfalfa, which can actually be very high in calcium and contribute to this. So keep your bunnies thin, keep them exercised, and get that diet right, and you'll keep those stones from forming. I was just reading that there's a lot of overweight animals in America. It's huge. It's a huge problem, but a lot of it is our awareness. People don't want to hear that their pet is overweight. It, It offends them, or it hurts them on a personal level, and we have such a great opportunity. We control our dog's feeding. It's not like me where I can stop at the convenience store and have a Snickers bar or go to a drive through We control their calories. So we have a great opportunity to keep our pets healthy, decrease those vet bills, and keep them with us for a long time. Do you find that people that, with, that have fat animals, they, they're a little overweight themselves maybe? <laughs> 
be. <laughs> you know, sometimes, but it's you know, it's not always the case. Um, but yeah, it, it can happen. It, it is the case. It is. Don't be try to be politically correct here. It is the case. I see it all the time, and most of the time, I would say, and it's the same root cause. And I'm so glad that the doctor they be bringing preventive measures, and preventive measures so simple. High protein, of course, if your dog is healthy, check with the veterinarian first, but high protein, high fat, low carb or uh, low carb or no carb, um, I would say low grain or no grain, but carb needs to be, of course, as a part of the diet, is diet. And that is why here we are so promoting the company by name, Stella and Choose, because, oh, yeah, because that's what they do. Now, in just a few minutes, we're going to hear about Dog TV. This is a brand new station that's starting in San Diego where dogs that are left at home that may be suffering from separation anxiety can watch this TV all day long and become a couch potato. Now, I gotta think, that's not gonna be any good for the obesity problem. Uh, You know, I'm not just worried about the obesity problem. I got a cat that was trained to use my toilet. Now my dog uses my TV. I mean, I'm gonna need my own house pretty soon. (laughs) Here's another interesting thing. I'm giving to my clients, former clients, my dog training DVDs and my clients reporting me, Vladi, once the dogs hear your voice, we don't need to do any maintenance training they're like us straight back to the shape and they just say okay mom whatever you want me to do but don't get that guy back to my home (laughs) you're listening to animal radio celebrating our connection with our pets this is animal radio hi i'm hal abrams I'm Judy Francis. 1-866-405-8405 to connect to our dream team. That includes Dr. Debbie to my left and sitting next to her, Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard. To my right, groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, and our brand new horse expert Ernie Rodina. And clearly we need bigger studios. <laughs> and makeup. You know, Debbie, I'm going to be like Blagojevich guy. If you want to move your seat or a better seat, you got to come pay me if you want to move away from Vlade. I got to control the seats. But you know what? Vlad's nice because he shares the drink with me. So oh. um, I don't mind the being drink. next to him. Yeah. Drink. Plus, the I have drink. a French parfum today, if you notice. So it's oh, like I'm, I'm smells good here. Yeah. <laughs> we used to have Joey in between the two, but uh, we've moved the seats around so that we can all fit in here properly now. Seems to be working okay. I am, I'm not having any gripes here. Yeah, it's working. On the show today, Billy Dean will be joining us in just a few minutes. Stacy working on news. So what do you think one of the biggest fights that couples have when they're in front of the TV? What could it be? Of course, everybody knows this. It's the remote. Ah. Who gets to change the channels and what you watch? And it's always the guy that grabs a remote. Well, that's going to change now for sure because... San Diego, California, has launched Dog TV. It's a new 24-hour oh channel for dogs. Just I'll tell you about it. It's coming up on Animal Radio News. Yeah, that's not going to help the obesity problem. No. <laughs> and i got to say, the best thing we can do to help both human obesity and pet obesity, get that dog leash out. It's one reason why pets can make us healthier, because it gets us off the couch and us moving. So why put the TV on? I want to get those dogs walking. You're going to be fighting over your dog for that remote. And again, that's fight about dominance, you know? Who is the more dominant in the family pack? Husband or wife? You know, girlfriend or boyfriend? You know? Cat or dog? 
<laughs> it's all about this. Come on, people. You know, it's even internationally. That's what I, I just really get upset when some people believe there is no dominance exists. Yeah, I know. never, I never get the remote in my family. <laughs> it's always HDTV. I never get to watch the shows that I want to watch. Because, because Judy is the alpha female, really, of the pack. I mean, she just looks at you and you make your pants wet. It, it, yeah. <laughs> and it depends. It's got to depend also your motivation to watch TV because I'm a TV bum. I gotta say, but my husband cares very little about it, so oh. I always win. <laughs> yeah, at least out. What I would say it's uh, getting the dog trained off leash, so you could get your dog not just in the backyard, but also in the local park, everywhere, and toss the ball like I do with Mika. I don't care about she has a leash or not. You know, of course, a lot of leash laws, but you know what? If the dog is trained wonderfully, nobody will tell you anything, and that's what we do. And um, you know. Um, my Mika, as many of my clients' dogs, they never become prisoners uh, in the backyard or under household arrest. Unleash your dog's potentials to physical and mental exercises for your dog, for your both enjoyment. one 405 to talk to Dr. Debbie, groomer Joey Villani, animal communicator Joy Turner, Ernie Rodina, our new horse expert, or Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And John, welcome to the show. How are you doing? John, wonderful. How are you? Good, good. I have Florida weather, nice day out. Um, I have a Siberian, uh, about 30% Siberian uh, Husky, 70% Gray Wolf, beautiful combination. And um, having a problem, uh, I have a five-and-a-half-year-old daughter, and I, got, I found the dog three months ago, four months ago. There was a bad rainstorm up this way, and mm-hmm. somebody had abandoned the dog. And uh, I'm a firefighter, and we mm-hmm. were, got a call to a house of a dog struggling, and uh, I was going to take him to a shelter. But he was a real nice dog, kind, sat on command, uh, basically uh, played in the yard with him, fetched. Uh, took him to one of my son's baseball games. Uh, after a couple of days, I had him on a, a, a leash, and while we were sitting there watching my son's ball game, a little girl came by, maybe, maybe about three, three and a half years old in diapers, and uh, he immediately started to take off after this little girl. And with all my power, I'm six foot four, 260 pounds, and with all my power, he uh, went crazy. Anything mm-hmm. little, um, cat, dog, mm-hmm. uh, basically, yeah. he uh, he gets really vicious. You know, I, I didn't realize it until uh, the other day one of her friends came over sure. and I had him locked up in the back, and she went to pet him. and. You know, uh, he he actually nipped at her and just caught her stomach. Oh, he he nipped her too. How old is your daughter? Uh, my daughter's five and a half, okay. and he grabbed and he the- grabbed, grabbed at the friend, and lucky it was just a little bit of a cut, and the parents were pretty okay with it, mm-hmm. but. Uh, uh, at that time, I, I really don't know what to do with him. Um, oh, how things happened since he snapped her a little bit? If that's what the only one accident, and after that well, things going uh, normal, or well, you not allow it, them? Well, I brought my daughter, you know, closer to him, and he he was growling, and um, you know, I said I told him, no wolf, sit, you know, be nice. I would pet him, and then you know she would come over to pet him. And he didn't like it, um, and, you know, he, he, he got a little hyper, but, you know, kept telling him no, 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 and then eventually she actually was able to pet him, and I was, you know, telling him, nice, you know, look, she's she's my friend, uh, and he growled and growled and growled until the finally to the point where I just separated them. He did, he, Wolf did allow uh, Cindy to pet her, but uh, basically um, I, I'm a little nervous, you know, with, with him in the Okay, house. John. 
I would be outside. I would be nervous too. Let me tell you something, and I would like you to take it seriously. I see you are non uh, no nonsense type of the person, and uh, the you call me to like your call and your question is kind of nightmare for every dog trainer or animal behaviorist in this world because oh, whatever. Yeah. Whatever chance, whatever risk we can take when right. we're trying to re-socializing it with the humans, with the adults, we just cannot take that risk when it comes with the kids. If you would ask me what I would do, I would get immediately someone who is qualified in your house to really evaluate the situation. Yes, you can control your dogs. If it would not be your daughter, your little daughter involved. Right. Things will be much easier because basically you'll be able to pass in our kids. You'll be able to avoid the situation. Right. You could right. Right. Uh, maybe use electronic collar under supervision of professionals because this is the only way which is, has a proven record to deal with the predator aggression. Predator aggression. But when comes your daughter into the picture, here's what my would be best advice to you. I would go to uh, Google Please International Association of Canine Professionals. International Association of Canine Professionals. And I, yes, and I wish you would be not far away from, uh, to some degree, my boss and the marvelous and the world best dog trainer by name, Martin Dealey. It's uh, probably, he's, he's located in Florida. You will see it's Martin Dealey. Hopefully he is not far away from you. But every dog trainer from that organization would be wonderful. Invite someone in your home and go from that. But again, I mean, the way you behave, it's not right things to do. You were telling it's okay, the dog was thinking it's okay to growl. That's not appropriate behavior. Don't take the risk. Your child is out of the picture. I would create your dog up to the point you have somebody in your house and go from that uh, point of view. You cannot take the risk right now. You're like a SWAT, uh, arm disarmer, a SWAT team. You cannot make any mistakes right now, Jen. Sorry for telling you, but you got to do what you got to do. You're the wise man. Get somebody in your home who's qualified from this organization. Hopefully it's going to be Martin Dealey and they will take care of you. Thank you for calling us. Thank you very much. 1-866-405-8405. This is Fred Willard on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your animals. I've had it done to me. It's not that rough. <laughs> Animal Radio is brought to you by... New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. Canine Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food, made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors. Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Alicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Licking Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-N. Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. 
Advantage 2 and K9 Advantix 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and K9 Advantix 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. You have one new message. Hey, it's uh, Max, your furry best friend. You left the gate open, so I went for a walk. Now I'm lost, it's getting dark, and I know I shouldn't have left. I'm sorry. Could you uh, come get me? Your dog can't tell you where he is. Good thing there's Tag, the pet tracker. Text, email, and GPS for dogs. If Max wanders off, you get a text and email. Then you can use your computer or mobile device to find him, track him, and bring him home safely. For more info, visit Tag.com. That's T-A-G-G dot com. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Six months after adopting their dog, a Michigan couple noticed that their chocolate lab, Remington, didn't seem to be as playful. Kelly and Scott Cornelise said their usually active dog didn't seem to want to play or even move. Scott noticed what he thought might be a lump, possibly a broken rib, and brought Remington to the vet. Imagine their surprise when an x-ray showed an eight-and-a-half-inch aluminum arrow shaft lodged in Remington's chest. The arrow, which might have been there for some time, had entered just under his armpit, just missing his heart. Scott and Kelly couldn't afford the operation, but their vet, Dr. Stephen Hardin, donated his services for the unusual case and removed the arrow. Remington is now on his way to recovery, thanks to their vet with a big heart. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. <laughs> Hi, this is Steve Garvey on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your animals. Thank you. Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, our horse expert Ernie Rodina, and Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard as our season of the stars continues. And uh, this week, in just a few minutes in fact, we're going to be talking to Billy Dean, I had no idea who Billy Dean was until you came in and said, you got to book this guy. Got to book Billy Dean. A wonderful musician who's uh, very animal friendly and is having a bash, a 50th birthday bash at his house and everybody's invited. <laughs> I have a feeling that after this airs that there's going to be police at this, <laughs> shutting it down because there's going to be so many people that show up. The season of stars continues also next week with Elaine Boozler, comedian Elaine Boozler. And then uh, Eddie Money, Kat Cora, Ed Begley Jr., Gary Berghoff, and Davy Jones all coming up. Is there someone you want to see or hear on Animal Radio? Facebook us and let us know. We certainly uh, would like to know who you'd like to hear. Stacy Cohn, what are you working on? Well, I know this is a tough subject, but have you thought about, if you're not here, you know, you go to another place, like up in the sky or down below, depends okay. on who you are. Got it. Or maybe you just think you just lay there when you're dead, but let's just get right to it. Um, have you thought about your pet and who's going to take care of it and how are they going to take care of it? Well, I have some tips and some things you ought to think about 
in case you croak. Coming up on Animal Radio News. <laughs> she tries to be so politically correct in the beginning. Well, well, like, what, what she said, croak? Croak. Croak. Kick it. Kick the bucket. I see that. <laughs> Let's uh, head to line four, and we have Terry on the phones. Hi, Terry. Welcome to the show. Oh, how how you doing? Very good. I understand you want to talk to Dr. Debbie. Oh, yeah. Well, what do you have going on there, Terry? Dr. Debbie, I've got a German Shepherd. And, oh, by the way, Hal, I sleep with all five of my dogs when I go home. Oh, you poor guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I talked to Vladdy, oh, I don't know, it's been some months back now. I've got one that I rescued. She's very dog aggressive to my other dogs. Mm -hmm. Okay, the wife and daughter had her out here, oh, been about a month ago out in the yard. You know, we're still having to take shifts with them. And she went after the horse. Mm -hmm. And the first time she went after the horse, she got grazed. This time she got a good kick, and she had to be rushed to the vet, and they put her on antibiotics and brain-swelling medicine and I don't know, whatever. It was a $250 bill is all I can tell you. Okay, so she had some major head trauma then, huh? Yeah, she got hit pretty good. She took a good shot, but by the time they got back from the vet, the first thing she did when they let her out of the truck is she chased one of the cats up the tree. (laughs) (laughs) My wife described her as looking like Rocky after one of his fights. Oh, boy. Yeah, her head swells and everything, but her one eye has went black, and I know she's blind in it because mm, I've, okay. I've caught her at the house. She's had her attention on something, and I've come around, and I've actually touched the eyelash, so I know she's blind in that okay. eye. Should that eye come out, or should we just kind of let nature take its course or do with her? Well, let me ask you, how, how, long, ago, how long ago did this accident happen? Uh, it's been, let's see, I was in Oregon at that time, so it's been about a month. It was in January. Okay, and when you look at the eye, do you see any part of what we call the sclera, the white part of the eye? It has been. I noticed I was home briefly yesterday. It was one of them, like, passed through, took a shower. Hi, how you doing? Petted all the dogs, and see you later, dear, you know. And she turned her head, and she turned her eye, and in the very, very corner next to her nose, I could see some white in there, which I hadn't seen for a while. Okay. Yeah, at this time... At this timeline, um, if the eye is still looking very discolored or if if it's very enlarged, then it it may be time to really get that pressure checked in the eyeball. Um, We can deal with a blind eye, but what we can't deal with is one that has uh, pressure elevations or that's causing chronic pain. Um, The other thing is that we can suffer nerve damage from these type of injuries to the facial area, and that alone can cause problems with blinking. Um, Even if it seems like she can't see, um, I'd want to have this eye really looked at um, because we may not have a blink response but we can still see she, she she does have a blink response okay so but i mean when you say you touched her eye lid or her eye and she didn't I, respond I went, to that i got to her uh her eyelids i didn't touch her eye but like I, I sneaked around from behind where she didn't see me and i got my finger close enough i touched her eyelashes and she blinked but she also the wife you know spends more time with them because i'm a truck driver over the road and she says she does blink, you know, mm-hmm. but you just, you, you can't, I mean, I know she's blind in the eye because she couldn't see my finger. Yeah. Well, I, I think definitely we need to get a, a veterinary eye on her eye because that's how we're going to really de- decide this. But for me, if it's been that time frame and the eye is discolored, there could be the very big possibility that she's uncomfortable and painful with that eye. So um, in those situations after a major trauma, sometimes removing the eye is the kindest thing for the pet. Um, and also it can help avoid some of those 
long-term complications where we can have problems where I mentioned the pressures getting up like glaucoma in the eye or, you know, even just having um, other types of uh, damage to the nerve structures where we can have ulcers form and dry spots on the eye. Got a little, a little, uh, uh, you see it on dogs, like they've got, I call it snotty eyes. Mm-hmm. And she had a little bit of that for a day or two, but it seemed to go away too. Okay. Yeah. So, so I'm trying to I'm gonna give you as much information as I can. Like I said, I'm not home all the time with her. Yeah. And um, before I say cut the eye out, I want to have a vet on the ground look at your doggy's eye. But it is a possibility, and that may be a very real one we need to consider, um, especially after something quite this big of a trauma. But you know what? Gosh, you know, the next trauma is going to come. This kid's got to learn, um, and you've got to get some control over her so she does not uh, put herself in harm's way like this. She was just getting ready to chain her up, and she says, and she went after the horse, and her and the daughter neither one could stop her quick enough. Yes, uh, I really would advise you to get the professional trainer who would come to your home to deal with this situation, and you definitely need to get involved in um, because you have kind of chase drive, and it's, it's not predator instinct, but it was more like a chase drive. The dog has very strong, uh-huh. so the, the the only way which could really get the things manageable would be good quality of electronic color, but you should never try to do it on your own because even plastic knife can be extremely dangerous weapon in the wrong hands, but in the right hand, it's going to be oh, just no. a magic solution no. for you. Okay? No, I would never, you know, she would go to that. I would never attempt anything like that, but she, like I said, the, the wife and the daughter, were they, the wife was just getting ready to chain her up, and she went she went for the horse, and they just couldn't stop her, and, you know, you would mm. think she got kicked before, that, you know, she would have learned, but apparently not. I, I just want to make sure you understood the Dr. Davis' uh, suggestion. We have a two yeah. dilemmas here right now. Number one, you have to take care of immediate issue, which is determine what's happened with the eye and taking care accordingly. You have to see the vet, maybe double opinion, whatever, you know, you're going to have a good vet on the ground, like Dr. Davis said. Number two, like she said, you have to do beyond and, beyond and above everything possible to prevent this problem in the future. Because if it happened in the past, it can happen in the future. That is why having professional dog trainer, trustful in your home, who is very open-minded, who would be willing to use any tools, including electronic collar, if it necessarily, would be great, advisable by me. She's definitely, she's hard-headed, and I could handle her, you know, if I was home, I mean, but I've been gone a month again, and I'm going home uh, sure. 24th. I've got to go see a doctor myself because I'm facing uh, shoulder surgery myself, so. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Yeah, but, I think but, but I've got you... a torn rotator cuff, so. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah, sounds like a lot of fun. We wish you and your dog and your horse all the best of luck there, and thanks for and, thanks for listening. And how? Yes. You, you can't tell me you didn't know who Billy Dean is? You know, I know. I know. I know. I feel like a complete idiot, especially since he's such a nice guy. But he's coming up but in just a few minutes. You know who his dad is? Yeah, it's, not his dad. It was, it's his, uh, his, his uncle. His uncle. It's Jimmy Dean. Well, yeah. The sausage guy. Who was also a yep. musician. Yep. Did I have that right? John. John. 
Okay. <laughs> Big Bad John. He did the song Big Bad John back in the... Oh, yeah. The he was a musician also, yeah. I understand. You know, I feel yeah. like a complete <laughs> idiot. In fact, would you, would you just slap me across the... Thank you very much. one 405 8405 Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. This That's portion amazing. of Animal Radio is brought to you by Pets Day. They give your four-legged friends the four-star treatment available at Caesars Palace, Paris, and Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas. Pets Day includes amenities like the food, the water dish, the sleeping mat, dog treats, and even specialty room service. It's more than pet friendly. It's pet focused. Details at Caesars.com slash Pets Day Las Vegas. Tonight, an act that I definitely haven't seen. The Gallery Nightclub at the Planet Hollywood Resort. Apparently, some kind of voyeurism thing going on there, Judy. Something going on there. I don't I haven't seen it. <laughs> it's uh, they have. Gorgeous performance dancers, they say right here, styled in voyeuristic fashions. That's, that's what it says on my sheet right here. Have you seen this, Dr. Debbie? Do you even get out for any of these shows? You know what? Most of these places, um, they open well past my bedtime. <laughs> So I tend to when, is your, when is your bedtime, Dr. Debbie? I'm just curious. You know, I go to bed 8.30 or 9 o'clock. Wow, night. that's early. You lucky lady. I get up early. I just early. finished my work at that time. Uh, <laughs> you have to you do surgery in the mornings, yeah. Yeah, well, I actually follow Vlade's advice. I exercise my dogs very early in the morning. We try to get them out, get them active. Okay, well, so you've never seen this, but if you want to no. see it tonight, if you're into that voyeuristic thing and you want to bring your pets, <laughs> the whole thing sounds a little bit weird. Uh, check it out. Price is $30 for men and $20 for women. I don't get that either. And, of course, Ooh, you got to be over kinda... over 21. It's at the Gallery Nightclub at the Planet Hollywood Resort Casino. And it's brought to you by Pets Day. Remember, they're rolling out the red carpet for traveling dogs just like you. <laughs> <laughs> Concierge desk, this is Amanda. Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Flamingo, Bally's, and Harrah's Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash Vegas or call 800-427-7247. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, the diving horse has finally been put out to pasture for good. The owner of Atlantic City Steel Pier says he's going to be dropping a plan to bring back the legendary attraction. It featured a horse and a rider that would plunge into a 12-foot deep water tank from a platform. That platform was about 40 feet in the air. And, of course, you know, animal welfare activists uh, got pretty upset about this. The act ran on the pier from the 1920s to the 70s. Anthony Cantoso, whose family owns the historic pier, said, you know what, I'm no longer interested in reviving something that helped make the pier world famous in the last century. We just felt that since Atlantic City is moving forward, we should move forward with it, he said. So we should create new memories for visitors instead of recreating old ones. Thank you, Anthony. We're happy about that. Cantoso revived the act once before in 1993, but it was shut down after a couple months following similar protests from animal welfare activists. He had envisioned the diving horse as a centerpiece of a refurbished steel pier. It's part of an overall makeover of the gambling resort that's being planned by local and state officials. He did downplay the significance of public opposition in the latest decision to pull the plug on the diving horse, but he acknowledged that the protests did take their toll. Oh, I bet they did. They were probably sitting at his house when he woke up in the morning. 
So you've seen the cutest Jack Russell in the world besides mine, Uggy, the trick-performing Jack Russell from the silent film hit The Artist. Well, little Uggy's cashing in on his stardom. He is now becoming the furry new face of Nintendo, according to the company. The K9 Star is going to promote Nintendo Dogs and Cats. It's a new game for the handheld Nintendo 3DS. It allows users to feed, train, and care for customized pets. Uggy didn't have to sit up and beg for his role in Nintendo Spokesdog as Nintendo Spokesdog. Uh, Scott Moffat, Executive Vice President of Nintendo of America, said, You know what? It's truly our pleasure to work with a star of Uggy's magnitude. The 10-year-old Uggy announced his retirement from show business after a long and distinguished career in movies and commercials, one that culminated with the artist, and it's received 10 Oscar nominations. So, ready for this? You're going to have to start sharing your remote with your dog. Yep, the TV remote. Dog TV could turn your pooch into a couch potato. Potato, get that? Television's going to the dogs in San Diego with Dog TV. It's a new 24-hour channel for dogs. It's meant to keep your dog company while you're away. According to uh, the people behind the channel, the combination of devouring programming and pet treats is going to be a confident, happy dog who's less likely to develop stress, separation, anxiety, or other related problems. Dog TV launched on Cox and Time Warner digital cable systems about a week ago in San Diego, and it's intended for dogs that are left home during the day. So you can, uh, you know, now fight over the remote and the dog treats, I guess. You might want to try popcorn instead. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z dot. It's Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets, 1-866-405-8405, toll free to Dr. Debbie, groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard, and our horse expert Ernie Rodina. You know, we have a big lineup. The whole season of stars here at Animal Radio. Betty White a few weeks back. Margaret Cho a couple of weeks ago. Cat Cora coming up. Ed Begley Jr. Gary Bergdahl. Joey Volani. Joey Volani, <laughs> who's on every week and is probably one of the biggest celebrities that I know. But uh, I do know that Judy has been hounding me for weeks to make sure that we could get Billy Dean on the show. I'm a big fan. You're a big I've Billy had a Dean crush fan. for years. Well, you know, he started on a show called Star Search, and kids, ask your dad about that. That was the original <laughs> American Idol. He was Idol. a Star Search guy? He was a Star Search guy. And, wow. uh, yeah, he, and you know what? A lot of awards in the 90s. Uh, it did a, quite a bit of TV, uh, some soap operas, and of course, everybody asked this very question, is he related to Jimmy Dean? And, uh, isn't right. Jimmy Dean's his uncle, right? It's his uncle. Yes. Okay. Welcome to the show, Billy Dean. 
Well, hey, guys, how are you? Very well. Where are we calling you today? Uh, unusually, I'm at home today in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, well, I say Nashville. It's about an hour outside of Nashville uh, on uh, Center Hill Lake, a little community out here. I'm surrounded by a couple other buddies like Alan Jackson and Aaron Tippin have a places out here. So it's a got about a 100-acre farm. We call it Dean Acres, man. Dean Acres is the place to be. I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, now, is that where you're having your big 50th birthday bash? I am. We're, it's so ironic. I... I you know, in showbiz, everybody tries to cover up. It seems like their age, and, you know, they're always doing <laughs> this surgery and that surgery. And try, Man, hell with that. I'm just going to let them know how old I'm 50, <laughs> turning 50 years old this year. I'm salt and pepper, and I've earned every bit of it, and I'm having a blast. Damn straight. <laughs> now, are you going to have it in your barn? I understand you were touring with uh, Kenny Rogers back in December, and you had a, a mishap with your barn. It burned down? Yeah, this was, uh, it was a bummer. We've, we've had this place for about 18 years, and... And I had a guest staying in the barn apartment, and I don't. We don't know what happened. I mean, she left about thirty minutes later. The fire department was called, and they burned our barn down. And and unfortunately, that was one of the places where we invite people to stay on property uh, mm-hmm. when they come to an event. But that's gone. And but we'll rebuild it. You know, that's the the main thing. If we if all goes well with the insurance company, maybe we'll build something that we can actually, you know, do some outdoor events. Right now, we do them in our in our home, but the the big fiftieth is a big tent, and uh, having a lot of stars and a lot of people coming and jamming just to play some music. So you're actually having your fiftieth birthday bash inside your living room. We uh, it's a three day event. Friday night is the is what we call live from our living room, and that's March thirty first. Uh, that's March. That's March 30th, and then March 31st, we take it outside into the tent for about 300 people. Our first outdoor uh, event, and that's where we're having a lot of our guests. Rhonda Vincent, the Queen of Bluegrass, is coming, and uh, and we have um, Ty Hearn and some guys that from the 90s that had some hits with along with me back in the 90s are coming out to to jam with us a little bit. So uh, we're going to bring it in in a big way, I guess, and, and celebrate farm living. <laughs> and me, the common folk, I could come to this, right? Absolutely, you could come to it. Yeah, uh, anyone can. It's uh, DeanAcres.com. We'd love to have you. That's so awesome. What kind of animals do you have there? Now, well, I'll tell you what, this is crazy. As soon as my, some of my country music buddies found out I had some acreage, you know, and, and they, every time they come up with a, they'd have a dog or something that was trouble, either, in fact, Winona Judd, she had a little, uh, what do you call it, a terrier, uh, Jack Russell, uh-huh. and uh, he was bad about uh, attacking cats, so she said, would you take him? I took him, so we had, uh, oh, it's her, actually, Rosie, and she's been around for about 15 years, and then Rich McDonald from Lone Star, uh, he had little kids and had this really uh, energetic lab puppy, and, and the puppy was just kind of a, a, you know, making the kids cry. So I took on that dog, and so I'm, we're just kind of like the magnet for for, <laughs> for misfit. I mean, that's kind of we just put the word out now. Is. Anybody got a misfit dog? Take it over to Billy Dean's birthday bash. <laughs> now, now, Billy, with a hundred acres, you got to have a horse out there somewhere. Yeah, man. Our two horses that we had for the longest time were just got, got too old. We we traded them out to a, a neighbor of ours down here who had a young girl who loved to ride. These horses were just really gentle and, and easy. And then I got off on tour, and it was kind of nice not having some animals around for a while. We've had cows. We've raised. We've um, you know birthed calves out here. We've been through the whole with the bulls. We've had the horses. 
we had dogs, we've had it all, you know, and that was kind of like the, I always had this sort of dream, I guess, to try to be self-sufficient, you know, and, and you, until you realize how hard it is and how expensive it is. Well, <laughs> and you learn to simplify just, when you start to turn 50. Just looking at your website, it would make anyone want to come out there and visit that place. It's beautiful, it looks like. Man, it really is. So when you come to our place, you'll be able to uh, get you know incredible farm-to-table dinner from uh, organic you know types of meals that we get from our local growers around here. and. And amazing music. I will just tell you, that's like just like a, a given. You know, you're going to see amazing, amazing musicians and singers up close and personal. And then you can also enjoy the, the incredible lake. Center Hill Lake is one of the top visited lakes in Tennessee. And, uh, and we're right between the Smoky Mountains and Nashville, Tennessee. So if you're coming to visit the Smokies or you're headed to Nashville, we're right in between. You can stop off and we'll feed you. Body, mind, body, and spirit, as we say. Bring your animals. They're good therapy for us. They're our best friends, man, no doubt. I know that these animals have been a big influence for you, a muse for your music. Well, absolutely. It's been a while since Jake was around, but the best dog I ever had, I have to tell you, was uh, a dog I, I got, the little lab puppy that we got. Uh, his name was Hunter. In fact, he was at our last house concert. This dog, I've never seen a non, absolutely non-violent dog. I mean, he would, we had these little dogs that would just aggravate the fire out of him, jump on him, pull him, you know, chew mm-hmm. at him. And, and man, he'd just get the sweetest look on his face, like, you know, oh, they're just kids. They're just playing. I'm not going <laughs> to do anything to him. And he could have devoured him. He was just the most gentle Aww. dog we ever had. In fact, he's on the back of, um, I have an album called Let Them Be Little. On the back of that album is me and Hunter, man, in the, in the field. He's, he was the one that, uh, uh, that was a little bit rambunctious, and that's what I love about my favorite thing is is having land and watching dogs being able to run and yeah. and work. You know, they love to sniff things, they love to find things, they need jobs. You know, and, exactly. And so uh, we love putting them out. You know, just watching them perk up when they see squirrels and deer and turkey and everything, and <laughs> it's great. Fun stuff. Okay, well, it's March 31st. Check out the website, deanacres.com. Bring your pet. Big old birthday barbecue bash, the 50th. And i got to say, you know, you may be showing off the 50th. That's pretty young. I mean, yeah. that's, you know. <laughs> I feel pretty young. I, I, you know, it's weird because uh, vocally, you know, I think men somewhere around that, you know, in the, between their 40s and 50s. I remember this with Kenny Rogers. Their voice is kind of mature. It's like it, you, you, you hit your peak the older mm-hmm, you get. So anyway, I'm uh, looking forward to the event. I appreciate you guys talking about it a little bit. And I would love to have you guys come out and bring your pets. You know, that's what we might have to do at Dean Acres. We may have to have a bring your pet day. There you sounds like fun. That yeah. sounds great. We'll, we'll come out there. there and broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Dean, thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks, gang. Have a good Saturday. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks. See you. Bye-bye. Great guy. Sure is. Very friendly. Good Good choice there. Oh, I've always had a crush. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. <laughs> Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. You have one new message. Hey, 
it's uh, Max, your furry best friend. You left the gate open, so I went for a walk. Now I'm lost, it's getting dark, and I know I shouldn't have left. I'm sorry. Could you uh, come get me? Your dog can't tell you where he is. Good thing there's Tag, the pet tracker. Text, email, and GPS for dogs. If Max wanders off, you get a text and email. Then you can use your computer or mobile device to find him, track him, and bring him home safely. For more info, visit Tag.com. That's T-A-G-G dot com. Imagine a unique cat containment system for your home, apartment, or condo that's incredibly strong, lightweight, and easy to assemble. Cats on Deck has the answer. With their exclusive Instaclamp, you can quickly change configuration or size by connecting screened panels to each other in minutes. Cats are vertical creatures. With Cats on Deck, you can add shelves, ramps, tunnels, and even a loft. Visit CatsOnDeck.com today. Home of modular, lightweight, and strong enclosures, providing superior lifestyle enrichment and a safe outdoor environment for your cat. Hey, it's Vinny Penn coming at you. Got together in New York City the other day uh, to uh, meet up with a girlfriend of mine going way back. She shows up with a, she's got a new dog, Puffy. I don't know if it's a, a Diddy thing. I really don't know. Uh, and I immediately accused her of being a Paris Hilton or a Paris Hilton wannabe, rather, to which she deflected and shot back that I was a Rick Springfield wannabe. Uh, and, and I used to have a working class dog T-shirt. And she claims I got my first dog because of Rick Springfield's love for dogs, which has been something we've uh, fans of his have known for a million years. And I had quite a few things to say to that. One, first and foremost, Rick's got a great new album out and it kicks ass. Uh, but two, isn't it funny how we associate certain animals with certain celebrities? I don't think I ever really realized it until today. Here she was with this tiny little dog, and I immediately associated her with Paris Hilton. She immediately associated me with a certain type of dog with Rick Springfield. Uh, another friend of ours has a pig, and we're constantly making George Clooney jokes. But you do. You associate pigs with George Clooney. Uh, whenever the subject of neutering or spaying comes up, you think Bob Barker. You also think Bob Barker uh, when you think of old men hitting on 25-year-old girls, too. But that's besides the point. Uh, the fact of the matter is celebrities carry such clout in what they could do with a certain uh, animal type. I know back when Michael J. Fox did the voice for Stuart Little. For the longest time, he was associated in that way. There, and even Mel Gibson back in the day when he did uh, the movie. I'm trying to think of the movie he did right now um, with the chickens, and they were trying to make a break for it. Uh, and you associated him with that long before you associated him with DUIs and other horrific stances and beliefs. But these celebrities are linked to, there's got to be a board game in this, where it, six degrees of animal separation, where you can just link up the specific animal to the specific celebrity. And as far-reaching as you can get, I thought of snakes, and you think of Snake Plissken, Kurt Russell from Escape from New York. There, there I've got to get in touch with Parker Brothers, because there is a board game in this. And if ever a specific animal is in danger or whatever, you can just associate a celebrity with get a celebrity campaign behind it. And the fans of that celebrity will just come, you know, rushing in. I mean, I mean, look at uh, Siegfried and Roy with the white tigers. 
granted, uh, we've discovered they're not the most gentle of creatures, but uh, again, besides the point, let's try to think of some other, I'd love to get emails on this, email Vinny, uh, Vinny at Animal Radio, I'd love to, send me your lists, I'll follow up on this one, this will be the first ever party animal that I do a part two on, a part do. Associate the celebrity with the specific animal, and the crazier the animal, the better, if you can get into like ferrets or, or things of that nature, and, and who is uh, really associated with them. I know I was watching that show, um, it's complicated, on the E! Network. Did you, you didn't hear that? Uh, Denise Richards, it's complicated. Her home is a veritable farm. They say Charlie Sheen and her broke up for this reason, that reason. They had to break up because, damn, I think she's got pigs. She, she actually has pigs. And associating Denise Richard with the word pig, uh, that's not a big leap. Let's play the game. Six degrees of animal separation. Vinnie Penn, party animal, animal radio. One eight six six. 405-8405. That is toll free to Animal Radio and the entire Dream Team. Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard, Ernie Rodina, animal communicator Joy Turner, groomer Joey Villani, and Dr. Debbie. It's a team so big that we can barely fit in the studio anymore. We're gonna we're gonna need bigger studios. This portion of Animal Radio, by the way, is brought to you by Stella and Chewies. We've been telling you about them for several years. What's up? You want a free sample? We'll send you a free sample of this food. It has no fillers. It has no sugars, no preservatives. It's just good food and healthy for your cat or dog. And they like it. Tell us what kind of sample you want and send us a self-addressed stamped envelope to the address over at the website at AnimalRadio.com. And we'll make sure your animal gets a sample of it next week. And let's see. We're going to line three. And we have Janet. Hey, Janet. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? Good. I understand you want to talk to Vlade, the world-famous Russian. Russian dog wizard. Yeah, and Janet. Janet, you are with me. And Hi, today I have a very you? special, wonderful, better than I deserve, because today I have a special privilege to sit down next to the Dr. David. It's first my show when I'm sitting next to her. Just oh, stay a, in oh. your chair, Vladi. That's all I have okay. to say. Okay. How can I help you? Well, I have a six-year-old Catahoula female that I adopted two years ago. And we've they had, breathe. Yeah, we've had our, our issues. Uh, they didn't tell me she didn't walk on a leash, and the very first time I took her out, she took off and tore my rotator cuff. But the main issue with her, she loves everybody. She loves cats, she loves dogs, she loves people, kids, everything. Okay. But she, oh, she does hates. not like trucks. Trucks? So every garbage day, which is every Monday, oh, she so shakes mm-hmm. and shivers and pants and her tail's between her legs the whole day. She's just a mess. Yeah, because it's very unknown. Look, okay. as a psychic hotline, what I see right now, your dog is a very insecure by nature. Every insecure dog reacting uh, differently to the things which he believes uh, fearful. So uh, that truck, uh, sound of the truck, a garbage truck, is spooking the dog. And that what you just said before he's pulling on the leash, he has to do something to this issue. Here's why. Because if I were you, trainer, and I would knock on your house, and you would hire me to train your dog, first thing, first order of the business, what I would do, teach your dog walk perfectly on the leash. And here's why. It's called scientifically um, uh, competing of the stimuluses. You cannot be worried about two things at the same time with the equal power. So I want to make sure the dog would be worried or focused 
on me well, or on I, I bought a harness for her. Harness is just for teaching the dog pulling uh, more. No, but it's she not, doesn't pull anymore. Now she's really good. She doesn't okay, pull she, at she, all anymore. She, when you, you're telling me, if you say, what, what is her name, please? Her name's Lucy. You say, Lucy, let's go. And Lucy walks slightly behind you. You stop, she stops. She totally focused on you. And you're going to pass your neighbor, Kathy, who maybe have a dumb lap, who is jumping all over on the leash. And you, Lucy, just passing by, don't even pay attention. That's what you're telling me well, right no, now? Well, no, she's not okay. 100% like so, that yet. My, my friend, I am... I love you, and I love all the callers because this is with what we are here for, you guys. Okay. But please, please listen, because I am passing that step doors in the households thousands times, despite of my accent, which may be funny, sounds funny. I am the big professional in this field. Okay. I'm university educated animal behaviorist and practitioner who worked in five countries. Hold on one second. Let me get some my special tea today. Hell, it's a tea. It's not the vodka. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> so, so, so your problem is not the problem. People tell, oh yeah, the dog is perfect, but in reality, it's not to add up to my standards. And the reason be up to my standards because now, in order for me to deal, which Doctor David loved to say about contra conditioning, you the starting point to teach your dog at least ignore. I'm not talking about even like, ignore the truck. It is make sure he's focused on you all the time. And I would use uh, the, um, let's say, uh, neighbor's Kathy dog or any kids running by as the training field to get into this control uh, response issue before I get into this uh, dealing with the truck directly. It's like before you, go, before you go to the downtown Baghdad, you need to go and train yourself first before you go there. Make the long story short. You need to get six-foot leash. You need to get proper training color. Okay. And after, I would, I would go to the animal radio website, animalradio.com, and I would find the video where I shown how to use those devices in order to get 100% control, how to reverse directions and things like this. When the dog is walking next to you perfectly and totally focused on you, because it's so simple, focus your dog on you. Once he's focused on you, the first step, he's going to ignore everything, including the truck. Once he's going to ignore it, he will used to it. And after that, maybe even like something which he doesn't like right now. Yeah. But the first step is control. Now, when I'm passing the by that truck or something else, I would use best from the best treats by company Stella and Choose, which comes from cellophane back, making noise. I'm passing distractions and, and I start to say, good girl, good boy, from the longer distance. And just my dog turns toward or shows any stress. Leash correction on you. Excuse me, being fearful is not a part of being, of walking on the loose leash. Worry about me more. Don't worry about that truck. They go, oh, okay. Go back to you. From this point, you say, good girl, good boy, whoever you dog have, and give the treats. And that's why how you go. That's what I would do, my dear. And in conjunction with everything, I would maybe use some holistic supplement to calm your dog down. Every new thing, people, is very scary. I remember I was scared the day I got married. My tail was between my legs, but it just turned out really well. The one thing that I would have to point out that so many people do wrong in these situations, and I see it in the veterinary office every single day, when a pet is faced with something fearful, we praise them by saying, It's okay. You're right. Don't be scared. And that is 
a that is a reaffirmation of that behavior. So you have to stop any of that when these fearful things are happening and do everything that Vlad said. Um, but yeah, we have to stop that. Bitch. Thank you, Janet, for your call. one 405 8405 And by the way, all of our email addresses over at the website at AnimalRadio.com where you can just send an email to your voice at AnimalRadio.com or tweet us at Animal Radio or Facebook us at Animal Radio. And by the way, one person every single day this week that likes us at Facebook will pick up a package that we're estimating to be around $500 for your animals and for you. Another reason to like us here at Animal Radio. Have a great week. This is Animal Radio Network.